Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hope you're well. Hi, Lester. Yeah, very well, thanks. How are you doing? Good. I'm in a different location. I'm broadcasting from a coffee shop in the middle of the Cape Town CBD. So I, I, I'm, I'm three coffees in and I'm, I'm feeling it coursing through my Cooking veins. on gas. But, uh, let's talk. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cooking, cooking on, on, on caffeine. Yeah. Um, but um, let's start with something very serious. School poisonings in Iran. Hundreds, hundreds of schoolgirls have, have taken ill. Is, is this because of anything nefarious or untoward about this? It, it absolutely looks like it. Yes, this is not a one-off. This is not one school, one poisoning. This is multiple schools and girls uh, seemingly the only ones affected. So right there, you've kind of got the whole thing. 700 girls have been poisoned by toxic gas in schools in Iran since November. Nearly 200 at four schools in the past week. Uh, many believe it is absolutely a deliberate attempt to force girls' schools to shut. Now, no girls have died, but hundreds have had problems and dozens certainly severe problems breathing problems nausea dizziness fatigue uh, they say that they smelt tangerines or rotten fish before falling ill which is interesting choice of aromas you wouldn't have thought they would be linked to the same poison gas potentially uh, some have been ill for many weeks after their poisoning as well uh, one mother declared this is a war they want our girls to stay at home, she says. It, it does absolutely feel like a Taliban-esque attack on girls' education because, uh, yeah, I mean, 200 in the past week at four different schools, 700 overall. This is not an accident, is it? Gosh, um, Iran, Afghanistan, also parts of no northern Nigeria where school children, <clears throat> school girls become the casualties of conflict, very distressing. Um, what is also distressing is what looks like to be an escalation in war. Um, more attacks uh, when it comes to the uh, Russian-Ukraine war, but Ukraine also launching a what is suspected to be a drone attack on Moscow, capital of Russia. Yeah, no confirmation of this from Ukraine themselves, but then they probably wouldn't, would they? But uh, it does absolutely look like a drone crashed near moscow and the regional governor says it was an attempt to target civilian infrastructure which would be a bit rich coming from ukraine given that they have absolutely complained about war crimes and attacks on civilian infrastructure but as i say we're putting a little bit of two and two together we have to be a bit careful because we're talking uh, russian spokesman here andrei vorbiov uh, speaking about uh, two ukrainian drones being down but one in particular about 100 kilometers from Moscow. They reckon it was going to target the Gazprom energy plant. Uh, Ukraine does not claim responsibility for the attacks. It does not claim responsibility for any drones flying over Russian airspace or into Russian airspace. Uh, Gazprom, by the way, this huge energy company, says its operations in Kolomo were not affected, no damage done, etc., etc. But you do wonder. I mean, the only thing is about a war is... There are often sort of unspoken rules, and to some extent, Russia took the gloves off. So would it be within the rules of this war in Ukraine for them to reach out and try to attack Russian targets inside Russia? Uh, it, it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I know the answer. 
Um, I'm also trying to, to dig in my brain in terms of world history. I don't think since, I think it was called Operation Barbarossa, um, World War Two. the... Has has Moscow ever been invaded or or, or, or attacked? I know Operation Barbarossa was a German invasion of, of Russia. Mm. When has ever been a a targeted attack on the then of of Russia and then the the former Soviet Union and now the the new Russian Federation? Well, when has ever while, been a yeah. direct attack? Yet? Not yeah. apart from then, Hitler, and, Napoleon, and and briefly the British in the mid nineteenth century. <laughs> Otherwise. <laughs> I mean, we used to attack everyone in the mid-19th century, so that doesn't count. Um, yeah, it's a blooming big country to try to uh, take on, mm. isn't it? That's that's the issue. And then, speaking of Germany, um, probably the, 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 the better contributions to to make this world a, a better place, and that's the, the beer. But a, a little change to the formulation. Instant beer? Adam, a German brewery is pendling... The notion of powdered lager. Tell me, this can't be true. Yes, just add water and stir. How's that? Yes, I, I don't believe it'll be necessarily for home consumption, though it could change into that potentially. But this is the idea of being able to ship beer around from source and not have to have it all brewed under license in other countries at vast expense and or indeed shipping it around in great huge kegs or glass bottles, whatever. So the first complete beer there have been versions of this but the complete beer in the sense that this is a powdered lager that is already carbonated and alcoholic result um they reckon this could cut the weight of shipments of beer by 90 percent because you wouldn't need the heavy bottles etc et so cheaper beer ultimately you would hope neutzeller klosterbrau in eastern germany is the brewery involved they've been brewing for nearly 500 years so they know a thing or two about beer and their md stefan fritscher says the powder will go on sale this year maybe it is for domestic use he didn't specify but actually doesn't stefan fritscher sound like a refreshing glass of amber nectar in the first place i'll have a pint of stefan fritscher please yeah watch out powdered beer will it taste different though especially if you don't stir it in enough you know what i mean (laughs) <laughs> Cheaper beer, yes, but will it meet the Reinheitsgebot? We hope so. Adam I'm also thinking that you, you know you can you, yeah. you can get those sweets where it's powdered sherbet. I'm wondering if it could be that as well. You could have a little sort of adult <laughs> sherbet that you dip your, dip your licorice in. Yeah, people call other things adult sherbet. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go down that route. Adam Gilchrist, we'll chat to you tomorrow here on Good Morning Cape Town. <laughs>